Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. This month, I'm going to be talking about narrowing your prospects and narrowing your products. So the question comes up, which do I do first? And it depends. If you work for a company and you represent a product line, then you should think about what's strongest in the product line and who would you come across that would need that most often and the people that are in your territory, in the area that you reach out to, uh, in your network, what which of the products would they most likely get the most benefit from? So that is how you would narrow your product line if you are representing a company and somebody else has already picked out what the offers are. In the reverse of that, if you are an entrepreneur and you are developing packages and products and services, then you want to look at the problem that you are trying to solve and who are the people that you have the most access to and that you can reach out to easily. And by doing that, you can develop the products and services that will best suit their needs. So I'm going to give you an example of a time that I really discovered how changing my focus would change my numbers. So it was early in my sales career. I had um, been in sales maybe, you know, six months, something like that. And I had the opportunity to go to a training. Now, the training was focused on government, education, and major accounts, something that I hadn't done any of. So I I went in kind of fresh, didn't know anything about that kind of prospect, Most of the prospects that I had been focusing on were the kind of customer who would use a mid-range machine. So there was a lot of businesses that would use somewhere in the middle. And that's where I put my focus. But when I went to this training, uh, you know, they went through the whole scenario and we focused on larger machines, the upper end of our product line. And I had never really considered selling those. I was a little bit intimidated by them, I guess. I was much more comfortable with the mid-range machines because all of my previous jobs, I had used that type of machine. So I was pretty comfortable with them and I knew the benefits. When it came to the larger machines, even though they were similar, they were just on a bigger scale, it was still a little scary to me. But this training did a really good job of explaining the benefits of the larger machines, what you got over what the mid-range offered, and the type of customer and clients that would use those, how to reach out to them, what to show them, and basically what kind of problems we were solving for them and you know what they were facing day to day and why they'd need the larger machines. But really, when the light bulb moment happened was when we started talking about price. Now, I had been successful up until this point. I mean, I had worked my way up. It just took me Uh, a couple of months to be able to start selling quota and selling it on a regular basis with those mid-range machines. When they started talking about the pricing that went along with this larger machine, this was the moment that, again, it was a light bulb moment because I said to myself, well, just be as easy to sell this large machine as it 
is those smaller machines, you could really work half as much and sell just the same amount. Now, that is not what I ended up doing. I ended up continuing to work hard and reach out to people, but I changed my focus. I, instead of focusing on mid-range and the people that would use them, which was a lot of people, I started to think more about who's going to use these larger machines. And in fact, it was more government education major counts. And so I was at the same time narrowing my products and my prospects. And the results were really, really good. I started to be a high performer, like some of those people that were in the class with me. I mean, until that point, I was a quota rep, meaning I could be counted on for a quota, not much else. Really had not seen myself as a high performer or I hadn't even envisioned selling big numbers. But again, this class had done a really good job of changing my mindset around that because at that point then it wasn't just, oh, I don't know how to sell that. They were teaching me not only how to sell it, but who to sell it to and what to sell them. So that really made it much easier. And the results, like I said, were really, really good. It worked out really well for me. So I wanted to give you this analogy. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody show you uh, how to manage time better when they use like a container and big rocks and small rocks. So basically what happens if you are, if you can envision this, if you have an empty jar and you have a lot of small things you're trying to get done and some big things, if you do all the small things first and put them in your jar, there is no room for the big things. So your priorities. Well, the same thing happened with me when I was going out to the smaller accounts and calling on them about smaller machines. I was filling my jar with the smaller things. But when instead I went out and I said, okay, I'm going to focus on these larger accounts first. And I started establishing relationships with them, covering their needs first, making sure I'd gotten back with them. I had gotten uh, reached out to each one that I needed to, had started that relationship and continued to build on that. Those small accounts, I still had room for them. I just made sure that I put the big ones in first. And then I went back after that and started um, building that relationship with those smaller accounts. So what I am trying to say to you is you need to know where to focus first, both with your products and who you're going to be reaching out to. Then you'll have room for those others, those those ones that you still love to work with. You still have a product or service that is great for them. You will have time for that. But if you don't, at least figure out who your priority is with first, then you're going to be kind of scattered and overwhelmed at times and a lot of times not meeting quota. But by focusing on where your strengths are and where to go first, you will be much more successful and you will have a lot more room for all of the accounts that you do the best with. It just helps you know where to put your focus. And just like if you've ever seen the uh, analogy with the rocks in the jar, um, you have to know what your priorities are first and put them in. And then there is room, like I said, for all the other things. So this week, that is my reminder to you is to think about what in your product line, product services, whatever you're offering, what is the best? Which of those solves 
the problem of the prospects that you have the easiest access to. And then uh, when you're focusing on prospects, you'll look at what you have that's available. And out of all that's out there, based on what you have, who should you reach out to first? If you focus both on what you have that's the best and who that serves the best, it's going to be much easier to meet your goals. And you're going to be able to avoid being overwhelmed. You'll know where to put your focus and where your success is going to come from. So that's what I have for you this week. Have a great week. And I look forward to bringing you more about narrowing your products and services as well as your prospects as we go along in the month of March. 